This is Hacker Public Radio, episode 4084, for Thursday, the 28th of March, 2024. Today's show is entitled, Cloud Learning. It is hosted by Daniel Person and is about 10 minutes long. It carries a clean flag. The summary is, my experience trying to train a model online. Hello hackers and welcome to another episode. Daniel here and today I'm going to talk about cloud learning using a machine learning model and training it in the cloud. And this was a topic that I went into this uh, Christmas break because I was fed up with the uh, advent of code. I couldn't really bear doing more of that. So I needed another topic to look into. So I said, okay, I have this model, whatever it is. In this case, it was a TTS model. I wanted to uh, train a voice to speak a particular language and create something that I could use later on. So I want, need, needed to find somewhere in the cloud to train this model. I have figured out that training the model uh, on my own, on my computer, will take about eight days to run through a full training cycle. And when I looked online, I could find places where I could train it in eight hours or in 10 hours, 12 hours and so on, depending on which graphics cards I were using, depending on how many of them I was running and so on. So I wanted to try to use this on uh, in the cloud. And I was talking to different cloud vendors. So I reached out to Microsoft, looked at their solution. Sadly, after two hours of video watching, trying to learn their platform and how to set things up and where to go and what tools to use, I gave up because I still think Microsoft's way of structuring things is not intuitive to me. It's very confusing, so I couldn't really get into that. I didn't want to spend more time on it. Two hours trying to start even figuring out what tool to use is, is not uh, fun for me. So I also tried Google. It was really easy to find my way there and I figured out that I wanted to use Vertex AI. And what I wanted to use is the model that I already had. So I wanted to train that. Uh, a lot of these kind of cloud providers gives you these kind of notebooks that you should put in your model and run it there. But this model was so complex that I needed to check out the Git repository or run a Docker image. But in Vertex AI, you could run your own Docker images and connect them to uh, cloud storage which was not that complicated, actually. You could do that pretty simply, and I set up something that could train, and then I wanted to run it on some GPU power. And there were the problem, because Google don't give you any graphics cards if you don't ask them for it. So you needed to sign up and ask for a graphics card. So on Christmas Day, I asked for a graphics card. I asked for one graphics card of one type and four graphics card of an older type. And 
it took me about four weeks, three to four weeks, until they actually gave me access to one of these cards. I haven't been able to run uh, any jobs on that card yet. I still is try. I'm still trying to fi figure that one out. But just asking for a card and that taking that much time was not really a super uh, good experience. They said that it should take about uh, two to three business days, not four weeks. Um, but still, I got access. Then I went over and looked at Amazon because I wanted to, do, of course, try all of the big ones. And Amazon, frankly, just said no. You will not get any GPU power at us uh, in our tooling. You need to use SageMaker. So SageMaker is pretty much use a notebook and train on GPUs in SageMaker. But you still need to ask for GPU, so I could be declined there as well. But you can't run your custom images. So what I wanted to do, I was not allowed to do. They just said no. Which was a really bit really sad, so I couldn't really use their service as well. Then I found this service that was pay as you go, and they were pretty much GPU as a service. And I'm gonna release a video about them i'm not sure if i actually can talk about the company but if you're following my channel you will see the, that video eventually when we have released that so i'm, I'm talking and working with them uh, uh, around this uh, video uh, it's a very early company uh, early concept so they haven't really released everything yet but i think that they're way of doing it is really interesting and the right way to do it. They have two different concepts pretty much or three different concepts. They have an environment where you can say I want to do things in this data center pretty much. So you have an environment and you can say that I want to run it, this in Norway for instance. Then when you have set up that environment you could create the, these kind of volumes where you put your data so I created a volume of 100 gigabytes where I put all my data and my operating system and so on. And then you could start virtual machines. So I started a virtual machine with just CPU power and my volume. I installed all the different dependencies and so on that I needed with the CPU power, uh, CPU power which was very cheap. So it was a cheap way of getting my dependencies and my model and all my data and so on into my model set up and ready to do some training. Then I shut down that CPU powered machine and I took a machine where they had different amount of graphics cards. So they were running um, a 4,000, 5,000, 6,000, A100s, uh, H100s, and L40s. So they had a bunch of these kind of cards, and they have machines that had one card, two cards, four cards, and eight cards. So some of the machines were super powerful in order to train a lot. But of course, it became more expensive to run with a lot of cards, but it was still affordable, I would say. So if you are running a load and you really want it to be done quick, 
you just put more GPUs on it and then start it up with your volume that you have prepared, run your data load and then shut it down, perhaps start a CPU load again in order to download the, the thing. And or the best thing of this is that you either run it directly in your Linux environment in this virtual machine, or you could go into a VNC host and just look at it and run your things there or give it an, its own IP on the internet and log in using SSH so you had full access to the machine. You could do whatever you want on these machines. Um, so, and, and just use the GPUs. So it was GPU as a service in its purest ways. So I really liked that approach to train things online. Uh, I haven't found any other service that does it similarly uh, and as well. There is, of course, the option of running uh, in Linode, which Akamai has uh, bought up now. They have similar solutions, but they're very expensive, what I've found so far. You also can run it in uh, um, DigitalOcean. I looked at those. They, they are very interesting. When you start there, you need first give them five bucks in order to just sign up. And when you had signed up, then you could get access to actually run things, but you had to ask for machine power again. Uh, and they only accepted to run notebooks. So I, I had to pay them five bucks and I couldn't use them when it actually um, came down to it. So yeah, I can never see those five bucks again because I can't use them. So they said, okay, pay us five bucks and you will use that for your uh, training later on. But because I will never train with them, I just gave them five bucks pretty much. So this is what I have experienced when I have tried to train um, machine learning tasks or uh, models uh, online using GPUs. Uh, have you tried to do this and did you have a different experience? Perhaps you have tried Microsoft and found it very easy and could give me some hints. Perhaps record an episode explaining how to do that so I, I can figure it out myself as well. Or if you have any other experience, please share with the rest of com the community. I'm very interested in this topic. I hope that you liked this episode and I hope to see you in the next episode. listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR has been kindly provided by anhonesthost.com, the Internet Archive and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License.